you're going to get to train in Arizona for the first time. Let's go. Oh, that's so I'm much not, better. I won't even way. see a Chili's, maybe. Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode number 170 of the Chris Rose Rotation, a production of John Boy Media and presented to you by our friends over at SeatGeek. I have my coffee mug and everything, even though I don't drink coffee, but I'll put some tea in here during the holiday seasons. As we welcome in from the Oakland A's, I can say that for the first time. Is that weird? Trevor May. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate la- that. Well, when we last spoke, um, you didn't know even if you were going to continue on with your career. Yeah. You had a lot of things up in the air. So what changed in between then and now? Uh, a lot of lot of thinking and talking to family and deciding things. And, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know if I was ready. I, I, I think that um, one thing I've heard from a lot of guys that when they were done, uh, they kind of knew either during the season or before going in. And that was kind of like a good closure for them. Like, I don't know. Like, looking back, I'm like, was that the last pitch I threw of my career? Like, uh, would have been like a pop up to Cronworth, I think. <laughs> uh, um, and I don't know. I kind of just want to know at the moment when it is. And I know I'm not going to get the the tour where they just handed me broken bat walking chair or, or rocking chairs like we did to Mariana. You never know. Um, yeah, we do know. It's it's oh. not gonna happen, but it uh it 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 I don't it's it it was a lot a lot happening a lot of soul searching I think a lot of people are are doing that especially like this two years after COVID everyone's sitting in their house and then uh like decided or found things that they wanted to do more or whatever and so I don't know it's just talking to a lot of friends everyone's in a little bit of a transition mode uh and and gassing each other up so anyway. That said, I'm just not done. I I'm, I got more to more in the tank, more to more to give, and uh, you you know you want to live your life with no regrets. So um, and I want to go uh, I want to go. I got a soft spot for the team, and uh, green and gold looks good on me. And even though it is Oregon colors, I can get get past that, and uh, <laughs> just uh, go go have some fun. And the Coliseum's the first ever place I ever pitched. It didn't go well, but I do remember it uh, fondly. But, so yes, but your first pitch ever ended up in the mitt. Of our very own Trevor Plouffe, of My all first things. out ever in the major leagues, was a first pitch thrown. Coco Chris swinging first pitch of the game because he loved doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, never off the fastball, Coco. So popped it up. I was like, "Wow, this place is great. This is foul." And uh, to be honest, it probably would have been in the stands in a lot of places, uh, or really close to the dugout or something. So only in Oakland would that have been a went out. And so I get a lot of those fly balls. So that field should help me. Help me out, but I'm pretty sure Sam Fold came up next, and like the third pitch I threw to him was a single in the right first first hit I gave up, and downhill from there Donaldson hit a double after that, and then there was a walk, and then oh come on, uh, let's move on from that. You've done just fine since then, okay? And th- yeah, I haven't pitched that bad since, so it's literally been only getting better from there. Did you ever think there would be a day in your major league career where you would be the highest paid player on a team? I thought, I thought it was impossible. Um. Actually, I looked. Isn't is I think Diaz is is more. I think I, I, I'm. A, I'm I think it's a hard like incentive finding. semantics at this yeah, point. It's We're close. very close. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, that's funny. That's just kind of funny. Hey, baller, you know what that means? When you got that many young guys on a road trip, somebody's paying for dinners, and oh, God, I have so many responsibilities now. Uh, I actually went and looked too as I was making the decision. At their projected bullpen, not including me, mm-hmm. and I just rem- I just 
for the sake of uh, uh, fun, I removed the lowest service time guy and it was like 30 days. Um, and then I added the other seven up and I think they're like 40 days more than me combined. <laughs> so that's, I mean, it's, it's, it's all how you look at it. That's cool. But I'm going to be grandpa. Like I, I'm going to yeah. be, you know, I was just on a team where the average age was like 32 and I was like just over average to like the average age being 25. So, uh, it's going to be fun though. I mean, it's just fun. Like, I don't know those teams like that. Like, just look at the, you know, your team, bunch of young dudes mm -hmm. and they just believed just, they did. You gotta, gotta believe. Well, okay, so, and I understand that because you can't be a pro athlete, and, and we as fans can look at the team and be like, oof, okay, mm -hmm. whatever. But there's also a possibility, Trevor, you know this going into it, that you could get dealt if you're pitching well in the middle of a season and things aren't going great on the team. Like, didn't didn't you sit down and think about that a little bit, that, hey, there's a possibility I could move in the middle of a year? Of course. I mean, I, I, like... You can dance around a bit. Well, you know, I'm, I'm here to, you know, but like the the reality is like there's probably a good chance. Uh, just just if if things go as projected, I mean, there's there, that's a good chance. And but I think at the end of the day, here's how I'm thinking about it. I think that if I'm pitching really really well. That's good for me. Um, that's good for the A's. Mm -hmm. Um, if they see an opportunity to, because I'm on a one year deal, it expires technically at the end of the year, so there's limited value there. Um, if there's an opportunity for them to get a haul coming back and I can help create that value, then that's good for the A's too. Um, if that means that I'm going somewhere that's in it at the end or, or whatever, where whatever the, the situation be, is, and I can help another team, that's they win too. Um, if I'm able to go out and uh, do some great stuff for them, we, we go all the way and we win it, and that's good for me. So I, I just don't think there's anyone who who really gets hurt here um, if that is the situation that happens, so but of course I'm I'm aware of that. I I, I think that everyone's aware of it, but I, um, you know, the goal is to not have it be a thing because we're we're in it. Uh, mm -hmm. and uh, but like you know, if 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 the the team I'm on gets a gets added value into the future, and I was able to help create that value, then I see it that way as opposed to me being uh, moved for another for someone else to create the value. I think that I I'm still part of that process, and that I also helped in that so that's if that's that's what ends up happening then then i think that it's a it's a good thing and not something to to to, to shirk or, or shrink away from which a lot of people assume that that's how players are but um i've been traded before i i i've been around like i'm the moving and the packing your suitcase and whatever like been in there done it i, right. I can do that that's easy it's not even like no, i'm not worried about it at all i know that you said you you look good in green and gold um, which is awesome. We're going to get you a hat that fits because on the first graphic they put out, you looked like the kid who bought his hat size, three sizes too large. Well, do me a favor. Uh, you know, Robbie might be able to do it right this minute. If you go look at the one that announced the Mets, that's not my body. So <laughs> they, they Photoshop my head onto another person. It's like a three quarter sleeves. I don't want a three quarter sleeves. It's not my body. I might have been Jerry Blevins. I don't know. Skinny, skinnier than I am. Uh, it's pretty funny. So yeah, that's what happens. Photoshop's hard. I've been making my own thumbnails for YouTube. It's hard. Okay, it's pretty <laughs> hard. But when you looked at that, you were like, "Oh my god, my head I was is like, yeah, swimming." Like my ears need to be tucked in, but they're not tucked in. 
<laughs> they're just overlapping the edges, which is funny. Yeah, hat's too big. I'll get a. I have a big noggin, but that's an eight. I'm wearing a size eight. In that. What what size hat do you wear? Seven and a half. It's not. Huge. It's on the bigger end, but we're not yeah, we're not in the three fours yet. What are you six five two fifty? Just have a very large noggin. But it's not very long. It's for very a guy like a, from bottom to top too. Just just generally total shape. It's big. Well, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp Therapy Online. You guys have heard me sing the praises of therapy. I've been in and out of therapy ever since I was a little kid. There wasn't one particular event that drove me that direction. My parents always thought it was just good to be able to talk through uh, the peaks and valleys of life with somebody else that isn't a part of your daily life because sometimes they're going to give you a broader perspective. Uh, they're not going to hear the same old thing from you every day. And, you know, sometimes that happens when you talk to your friends or talk to your family members. They know a little bit too much about you. So that's where a therapist can lend a helping hand. So whether or not you've been in and out of therapy your entire life or if you're a newbie to the profession, go do it, uh, particularly around the holidays. It's really helpful because people do have those peaks and valleys, right? You're dealing with a lot of uh, up and down things at work, uh, sometimes with your financial situation. Sometimes it could be with a spouse or anybody that you have a special relationship with or your family as well. Even when you think you're the strongest and dealing with the best of times, there's always ways that you can improve yourself. You can empower yourself. You can learn coping skills. And here's the great thing. You don't have to leave the comforts of your own home. What they'll do is they'll match you up with a therapist. Hopefully you have a good session. If for some reason after that first session or a couple down the road, you don't feel like you're clicking with your therapist, you'll go find somebody new and you'll find a partner that can help you grow and learn. These are vetted therapists. It's all done 100% online. It is convenient. And we also want to help you save money on top of everything else. So we want you to go to BetterHelp. That is H-E-L-P. BetterHelp.com slash rotation. You're going to save 10% off of your first month at BetterHelp.com slash rotation. So go help yourself and go help those people around you as well. We are recording this on a Wednesday, and it's mere hours after the baseball world was kind of shook to its core with the news that Carlos Correa will not be your um, your roommate out there in the Bay Area. Yeah. He he is not going to be a San Francisco Giant. He is going to your old team. When you woke up and saw that news, your reaction was? I was like, what? And not only that, all the tweets were like 2 in the morning. Right. So, like, I, you know, I'm like, wait, how? For, it just, the big thing is, Hearing literally nothing around what a physical gets failed and then the guy signs a 12-year-old deal somewhere else the next day. Like that, what, that, that, there's steps in between that is, we don't seem to have done. So I don't really know what people know about what. Okay, for, well, for, for, for a guy who has now done this uh, twice in the last three years, meaning changed teams and had physicals and all sorts of stuff. Take us a little bit through the process because the Giants came out and released a statement and said, listen, we can't say anything because it's health-related. The way we saw his medicals were different than the way he saw his medicals. So okay. could there really be that much of a difference of opinion because it's it doesn't smell right here? There can. Um, I think that, like, there's certain times where guys are signing and there's something that's going to show up on a physical or no matter what, and you have to be like, like, oh, that's your baseline now. Um, like, I'll give you an example. Um, and this is a person that I know per 
like if you were to sign Rich Hill at the moment, like you, there's there's just going to be a lot of there's just a big long list of stuff that's ha- like he's played for twenty years. <laughs> like there's just a lot. So like you, if you were to MRI Rich Hill's shoulder, it's not going to look like a twenty five year old shoulder. So you go in knowing that. So the standard for what the Giants were looking for could be different than another team. Um, they could have been like, we need a clean because they're just they don't sign they don't do deals like this usually. Right. They don't. And so it's the standard, it's got to be clean as a whistle, no red flags at all in order to go into a commitment like that. And that could have just been because you know, he's had a couple things pop up over the years and uh, right. Last year, he, had, he missed some time, and the year before that, he missed some time in the back. And you know, I, as a person who also had an injury this year, like I, you know, I understand it's hard to it's hard to at this point to have a clean, f- fully clean, you know, full workup of stuff. So it, you know, and I, I think the physicals are different too. Sometimes they want to do three three MRIs, do one on your back and your shoulder and your elbow. Or sometimes they're just like your elbow's good and we're good. Uh, you know, it it just depends on the place. But that said, like. I, I'm trying to think of a situation where where it would be that different and then another team's like, no, we're good, like immediately. You know what I mean? Like that was the part that's crazy. A team being like, you know what? That's not good enough for us. That's within the realm of possibility for it to flip though this quickly is pretty because he had to, I mean, I'm presuming it's not like the Giants were like, oh, here's our stuff we got. Like he had to go take another one. Probably in New York for the Mets. So like, when did this happen? Like where it's Does he have an MRI like, machine, in you know, his, in his crib. I mean, I know maybe, he's... I don't know. And it's a five hour flight from one place to the other place. So it's like, has he been home? Like where, where is he? I, how is this working? It's very interesting to me. Uh, it's almost as if he might, he maybe, I, mean, I don't know. Maybe he's got, he's got money. Maybe he's got a teleporter that we don't know about. I don't know. Having spent two years working for Steve Cohen, is he good or bad for the industry? Depends on who you ask. I'm, I'm sure. You. I'm sure his peers aren't super pumped. About, they're embarrassed. They're well. They're embarrassed, but they're also like, damn it, he's forcing our hand. Like we have to participate more. And you know, there might be a little bit of that. That's one way to make a bunch of very, very rich enemies. But like, I don't think. I think there will become a time. I think that if Steve wins a World Series soon, that I think that kind of the business side of things it'll it'll normalize a bit like it won't be like f it it won't be blank check as much um i think he will generally be like i think that's just his personality he's like i like to do what i want to do i i built this wealth to do something like this this was the point so he's like it's almost like he's like doing the thing that he's been working for which means that you're gonna you're gonna take you're gonna use the the resources you built but uh yeah he just simply does not care right now not even at all so is that i think it's great for the sport like, I don't okay. ever want to penalize somebody for wanting to be the best. Oh, yeah, 100%. We we know that in, in baseball in particular, it shows up because, look, I mean, you guys lost to a team that I think you had something like 13 or 14 more wins than them in the regular season. Like, you were better than the Padres, but you yeah. lost in a short series because that sort of yeah. stuff can happen. Uh, so you're not guaranteed a thing. Uh-huh. But is it is it borderline irresponsible the way that Steve Cohen is just th- seemingly throwing money, not at a problem, but to kind of fix what he thinks ails him. Um. Yeah, I, I really just think that it's sticking to uh, uh, like who, like the fans love it, right? So like that's that's big. They're all bought in like crazy. So there, there's a W right there. He's enjoying it. 
the the um, players love it because they're receiving the 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 payment. And I think the only people that it like wouldn't like it would be the other people that have to now fork out more money in order to keep up. And as an employee in a business that is worth eleven billion dollars, um, I I think that it, it 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 benefits in a lot of ways everybody else but the other people the ownership groups um and hopefully you know hopefully these costs don't get passed on to to the fans too much oh, because sometimes on. that happens no sometimes that's a that's a reason given which is bs obviously but you know uh some people see it that way they do i don't believe that that's true but they they, they do see it that way so that's really the only negatives though i think that it's good for the sport in general and it's hype and these big numbers and things are exciting and totally. the same thing as the LeBron, you know, I'm going to Miami thing. Just built crazy. You can say what you want about it. And the narcissist, whatever. But it was it was an event and it yep. put every eye on basketball. So like this stuff happening is putting a lot of eyes on baseball, making it exciting in the modern way that sports are exciting. So we're participating. It, 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 I think it's going to help the game generally. More interesting team in the sport, the New York Mets or the New York Yankees? That's I think Mets. so, too. Now they got Correa and Lindor. By the way, Team Puerto Rico. Can we just... And and I'm seeing a theme here, but I also get it. Uh, I, I just watching uh, Nito and Suge and Francisco and Seth Lugos, a Puerto Rican, as he calls himself. And now they have uh, uh, Correa. We just had a lot of the Puerto Rican uh, representation on the team. Right. And uh, it just does really well in New York. <laughs> I love it. I, they just felt very at home, and you could tell. And so I think I think Carlos is going to – I just think he's built for it. I just think – I don't think there's anyone built better for it. Um, uh, so – and then I just looked at their lineup, and I was like, oh, God, that's healthy. Like, they had Mar- someone had Marque Batten seventh. Right. Vogelback Batten eighth or ninth in Canna. Like, Canna's got to be in there somewhere. I, it's just a good – that's a good team. That's a really good team. They're, wow. I mean, they're yeah. no A's, but they're they're pretty good. Uh, what do we say to fans of, and I'm not here to get you in trouble, particularly with your, your new team, but to be honest, the payroll's under $20 million right now before arbitration numbers come out and stuff. For my team, the Guardians, we're like the little team that could. You know, um, Pittsburgh fans. You know, th- th- today they wake up and they're like, wait a second. Carlos Correa just signed and Frankie Lindor is making 341 million and they're paying Justin Verlander $43 million a year at age 40. Same thing. They're paying Max Scherzer. Who's on the precipice of 40. Like how do we explain to these fan bases that don't have a Stevie Cohen as their owner that, Hey, it's okay. You can still compete. How do we do that? I don't know. That's that's, I don't know if that's possible because he is, he does seem to be more in it. Then the other owners, he just, he's has a, he's got skin in the game and he's there. And I've, I've shook his hand several times. I've spoken to him many times. I've like, it's just, he, he's, it, it's just a different point. Um, he's just, he's just more involved. He, he, it's just that simple. I think that that's been a major gripe of fans everywhere that their owners aren't involved enough or don't care enough. And it's been a side business for a lot of people. And it's just kind of a nice thing to own a sports team. And uh, because there's just limits on how much money you can make with it. I understand that from a business standpoint, but like some point 
you got to do something that you're really excited about. And he's just really excited. So match him or, or get left behind, I guess. I, I just, I don't know what to tell you. I'm sorry, fans. I know what you want. Um, I, so I guess just keep putting pressure on the, on the powers that be to either participate in a more active way or give it to someone who will. And, uh, the fact that fan sports baseball fans are clamoring for that and they really want the more active participation, the higher of the stakes, the actual emotional investment, as well as the money investment Mm -hmm. just is a good testament for the game and the type of fandom it is and, and how much it means to people. And so I would take that as a an opportunity more than it's you can if you invest a little bit your fan base will react in a big big way i think it begets itself totally i think that i think the san diego padres are example a you know because they are the 27th media market out of the 30 major league teams and they're spending like like the boston red sox should be spending yeah no good for them you know maybe at the end of the day when xander bogarts is 38 years old it's not going to look that smart but man they're capitalizing on a team that, without their best player, arguably, made it within two wins of or three wins of making the World Series. Can you imagine him, Soto, Machado, Bogarts, Cronin, I, I like Cronenworth, Cronenworth, just the absolute like keystone of the arch there, like yeah. underrated like crazy. That guy's so good. Um, that's a oh my god! I just and then they got that bullpen and Seth Lugo and now, now. And let's not forget about the what the Braves have done. Even though they oh, lost Dansby the Swanson, be good. they're, they're still have great. To do anything, yeah. The Phillies add Makes Trey Turner. You know, I mean the Dodgers Bunch starting are, pitching. You know, the Dodgers will always be interesting. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a great year. Um, it is. The only thing is, is that. Hopefully, there's one or two other teams that make it interesting. I, I felt like down the stretch last year, there just wasn't enough gusto to get into that last playoff spot because people were like, well, screw it. We don't care if we have to play a two-game series in St. Louis or a three-game series in St. Louis or three-game series in New York. We just want to yeah. get in the party. That's good enough. Yeah. Yeah, that's just going to be a – again, we we talked about this last year in the lockout. Like, more playoff teams, the, le- the less the regular season starts to mean – it's, and then they they want fourteen. They didn't. They wanted more. They wanted fourteen. They didn't want twelve. They wanted fourteen, which would then further do that. Which would then hurt regular season viewership, which they claimed to really be worried about. So I, it's all kind of a give and take. It's it's, yeah. Um. But yeah, I hear you on that. It's it's oh, how it's you want people want to compete. They're just how are we going to compete? No. Are we just going to mail it, or are we going to try to just eke in because it doesn't really matter? We just got to get hot at the end. Or do we want to do it all year and just run the run the thing? Um, and Steve's taking that route. The old let's win let's win 131 games through the season and then let's win every game in the playoffs. Um, what are you doing for the holiday? What do we got? I am going with my family up into a uh, a place up here in kind of rural Washington. That's like a resort area, and huh. it'll it'll be it's going to be it's negative ten there today. Perfect. Coldest it's ever been. So that's good. Um, we'll see if we can get there, but we can do a little getaway with our family and my family this time. And, uh, we've already, we've already had our first six, seven days of the, uh, of the, my wife's side gauntlet. And then there's like three days after Christmas. It's also more of that. So, uh, lots of stuff, but yeah, staying around, um, we got snow on the ground. We, we literally have like a recurring, like just an inch of snow. And then it like melts almost gone. Then it snows again for about an inch. It's been, now, it's been very, very Midwesty recently. Are, 
are you a skier, uh, snowboarder, snowmobile, snowshoe? What are you? Those all sound like ways to void your contract, Chris. You're not encouraging me to take <laughs> risks, are you? Um, I don't have I don't have the 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 big Tatis one. I can't. They, they'll actually just pull that trigger on me. So <laughs> the um, trap door. There we yeah, go. we're not gonna. We're not. I haven't. I, I would like to, but I. It's just everything has revolved around the. And that was part of the. That was also part of the conversation. I'm like, it would be nice to ski once in a while. Um, I'd never skied, but I do snow. I have snowboarded in my life, but I was it was in high school. I've been snowboarding a lot, long time. But my wife skied growing up. It is something that we like to pick up. Obviously, so you're going to be the guy who sits in the ski lodge with the drinks in That's the me. Uh, hot tub. That's me. Okay. And I'm like, oh, babe, you're back. Nothing wrong was with it? that. And then she New tells Year's, me, and then I'm like, I don't know what that means. Right. New Year's. Anything? Anything interesting? New Year's. Uh, we're hosting a New Year's party, Chris. Um, we host phenomenal parties here at this oh, sure at, at our new home. Um, and I have recently gotten into baking. Good and, for you. Uh, on Thursday, we her mother had a Christmas party with with uh, she lives on a houseboat down where the Sleepless in Seattle area is. Nice. Um, uh, dock over, dock over, but really cool. She's she's moving. She's lived there for five years. She's moving out. So she was doing like a little like last Christmas party of living here, going back Got to it. her house that she owns. And uh, uh, she's like, I got to do the cookies. I'm like, you know what? Let me make the cookies. She's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, I've been baking. Let me just make the cookies. So sugar cookies were delicious. Um, the frosting, not so good. That wasn't on me. That was my sister-in-law. She messed it up. Uh, whoa, 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 then, whoa. You cannot call out your sister-in-law. Oh, like she, and no. So this is the funny, this is the funny uh, story. I made the cookies. She's like, hey, do you want me to ice these? Because we don't really have that much time. And like, you're finishing up a couple other things. I'm like, sure. And she's like, does this look like a good recipe? And I'm like, sure, fine. So she made it. Uh, and then her, like, uh, one of her, their, their, their friend's moms, who's one of their moms, one of their, her good friends was there. She goes, Trevor, she goes, these cookies are great. Did you make the frosting? I'm like, ah, uh, no, I didn't make the frosting. Uh, Sarah did. And he goes, yeah, maybe pick a different recipe next time. So I'm like, hey, I'll let her know. Sarah, your frosting sucks. <laughs> so the one thing I didn't do got like, hey, maybe next time do something different. And I'm not a huge sugar cookie guy, so that was for them. I didn't even have any. But I did make chocolate chip cookies, which were, gosh, yeah, they were A-plus, like the best cookies I've ever made. And uh, those were great. But I also made two bowls, which are the bread bowl, like French yeah. breads. Uh, gave one to our friend who uh, I gave one to Thanksgiving, and they didn't eat it. So I made her another one, like, eat this one. And then they we weigh like a thousand one. pounds, don't they? They're they're really, really dense. They're big. Yeah. Um, and I made they, the recipes for two. So I made that too. And I made 12 cinnamon raisin bagels. And the bagels, I, I just, I want to make bagels every day. Like they you were made incredible. bagels? Yes. They're so good. New York style, big fluffy ones. I think people in New York would be like, these are, these are good. These are good bagels. Uh, so here's the verdict. My mother-in-law, I gave her four of the two. There's 12 of them. I, I, ate, I ate eight bagels in three days. Uh, I gave her uh, four of them. She The next morning, I got a text. This is the best bagel I've ever eaten. And then my sister-in-law went to her boyfriend's house, and her mom is a baker. Like, she bakes. She, like, sells some of She does it. Like, she's ba she bakes. She bakes pies. She says, this might be the best chocolate cookie I've ever eaten. He needs to make these all the time, and I think that they would sell. And I'm like, wait, no. what makes no. them so special? Are they the soft, chewy? So they're the what soft, they? chewy ones. So it all came down to when you take them out of the oven, uh -huh. which I didn't know, and the, 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 it key. was perfect. The moment they turned brown, pulled them out. 
So they look like they're not baked yet. They finish and settle yeah. and they can yeah. become like the really good chew. They're chewy, but they're consistent, oh. like dancey kind of feel, but they're flat. And then uh, um, it says softened butter. And what I did was I kind of, I didn't, I didn't go full brown butter with it, but I sauteed the butter just a little bit, heated it up and got a little bit of brown and then put it in the batter. And that gave it richness. And that was incredible. So A plus in the cookies, A plus in the bagels. And the bowl, we we ate half the bowl. I made chicken noodle soup the other night, and I'm like, this is perfect. And it was just perfect. I'm great at bowl. So, but now I got to make cookies for my Christmas. So I'm gonna re, I'm gonna make them again. I'm gonna go to the grocery store tonight, making 72 chocolate chip cookies. I love this. God Almighty, this is great. God, I'd uh, run up there if I was within like 70 miles of your house. I would run over and. I'm gonna open a bakery, big league bakery. Everything's gonna be yeah. baseball themed. That's a joke. I'm not doing that. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. No, it's not. Yeah, I can see. So I can see it. Hey, the Bay Area—they've got great food, great foodie people, mm-hmm. great restaurants, great bakeries. I think you're onto something. Um, what is there a theme for the uh, New Year's Eve party or anything? Oh, uh, yeah, that's what we we're talking about. The the theme is new beginnings. Obviously, um, we have Kate's got some uh, some rituals and things we like to do where we're like write down something that you didn't like and we're going to burn it or throw it away oh, and we're going to okay. do that kind of as a group um so she's handling that and then i'm doing all the cookies i'm going to do oh i'm doing a pizza bar so i'm going to have the pizza boat p- pizza dough and balls uh-huh ready to go just in cellophane and people can come just grab it and then i have all the stuff for making your own pizza and you just kind of roll it you have a pizza the- oven we i mean we got we have a double oven so you can just go 375 in a normal oven um wow. you can get a p i i think that's in the future we're gonna get one of those what are they called uh a brick really oven? popular yes like the little brick oven thing you can take it outside you just plug it yeah. in and it works okay. uh but i'll just i'll just put the both ovens set set them and then you just pop it in and it takes 10 to 12 minutes and white sauce red sauce pepperoni peppers sausage we'll just do a bunch of stuff and then when people are hungry they can just make themselves a personal pizza real quick I've gained uh, seven pounds just over the last two and a half minutes listening to what's going on. Yeah, it's, the it's trouble. I, I ate eight bagels in three days. Eight. I could not because <laughs> everyone's like, everyone's like, hey, you, I heard you bake bagels. I'm like, yes, I did. And as I'm cutting one open, I'm like, let me show you it as I eat it. What is the key to I've never made a bagel in my life, honey. That's the key to it. Eat a good bagel. Bo- boiling is what gives them the, the chewiness. So before you bake them, you you get them solid. You make the rounds and stuff, and then you boil both sides. And the amount of time you boil it is how chewy it'll be. Are you a cream cheese or butter guy on your bagel? Both. Both. Not both at the both. same time, but I, either one. Either okay. one. I love cream cheese. I'm I'm big on cream cheese, but I made Madeline's, I don't know, like a month ago, like a lot. I kept making Madeline's, pumpkin Madeline's with cream cheese frosting, so I got a little cream cheese out. Mm. So, But we'll come back. We've been, we've been, we've been trying different types of butter. Different brands Yee. and some some are better than others. Ghee, ghee's less flavorful, but it's good for you. Um, uh, that's the gluten free option. If I ever want to make gluten free bagels, I don't. Uh, but yeah, you you boil them and then you you bake them, and it takes fifteen minutes to bake them. The it's it doesn't take very long at all. But I use I know. honey this time as, okay. and a little bit of sugar, and then you the water you put honey in the water. So the and then you egg wash the top of them so they get that kind of browning. Interesting. Gosh. And they're just, oh god, they're so good. They're, I'm still getting a, the shaping down. Some of them are square and like, but I, I don't understand why you haven't videoed this stuff and put it up on your channel. This is for me for now. 
Oh, okay. Sorry. I am taking pictures of everything though. So I have a catalog, but I am going to do, I actually owe my Twitch stream in a week, a baking stream because we did our charity event uh, yeah. a while back and made a bunch of money. Good. We hit the thing and we're going to try to make macarons, which are really hard. And I get, tend to get really frustrated. So it's going to be really funny. Okay. Well, one of the videos you did put out, which was hilarious, was you to the uh, music of, and giving up the home runs. Was it therapeutic at all to do that? I was like, okay, so how that came about is I was like, everyone's using this video to do things like that, like change the scene, change the scene, speed up, speed up. And I was like, how many homers have I given up? And it was uh, 58 in my career, and I needed 62 events so there's like there's two minor league home runs one is to ploofy when he's in yep i made sure i found that one and put it in and then uh the first one is fold hitting the first hit oh and then there's like a double i put a double that looks like a homer in there i think donaldson because donaldson has like he's like seven for eight with a homer and six doubles so i was like i can just grab one of these because they all hit the top of the wall so i'm like one of these looks like a homer and i just put that in there to, to round it out but i actually didn't give up enough i need everyone to know that I didn't give up enough homers to fill it yet that was pretty good, though. I, I, I'll i tell you what I what was fun for me. I tried to name as many guys as possible. Did you get uh, uh, Dylan Viciato? You get that guy? I did, did not. Uh, I'm was... pretty sure that's the farthest one still. I think it was like 465. It really? was. When he hit it, it was like, oh, my God. And it was like two-thirds of the way at the third deck in Target Field. Like, wow. So wait a second. Where does Soto's rank in terms of distance? Uh, that was like 438. It was up there. He got it. He got it pretty good. And I was happy about it. As you could tell. I love, I love ending the video with that. I was like, perfect. Perfect. That was good. Well, listen, congratulations on your new baseball home. We're Thank very you. excited for you. Um, let's, uh, let's get together in a, another four to six weeks. Check in on you before you head down to spring training. You're going to get to, uh, you're going to get to train in Arizona for the first time. Let's go. Oh, that's so much I'm, better. I won't even see a Chili's, maybe. That is so much better. I just want to let you so know. so much better. We're already so looking much. at places, and I'm like, oh, my God. Though some of those places are like, I'm like, how, in what world could you ever rationalize charging that? That is insanity. But um, well, I think we got some opportunities in some places and with pools and stuff. Kate's pumped. So yeah. I'm pumped. And everything's like five minutes with the field. Everything. So I'm 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 excited, and it was they redid it like six years ago too. So it's okay. it's pretty nice. Which good deal. Is, is well, good. enjoy your baking. Uh, I look forward to trying the bagels, the chocolate chip cookies, the dense cake, uh, anything else that you're you're throwing. Oh, the pizzas on New Year's. You know, just save a little slice. It could be like the the wedding cake where you have to freeze it for a year. Just save it for the next time I'll see you. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, why not? Yeah, I don't see. I can't think of one reason why not. So a happy holiday to you and to Kate and your entire family. Uh, I know that everybody who always uh, joins us here on the Rose Rotation loves hearing a little checkup of Trevor May because you're such an interesting dude. So thank happy you. Holidays. Thank you. Happy holidays. And I appreciate you bringing me on, especially after well, who was last Hedges. Yeah. Hedgie. We got him right before he signed with the Pirates. Okay. Right before yeah, he signed. Pirates. It's hard to match his energy, I'll be honest. Well, come on now. Eesh. Nobody does. Nobody yeah, does. That's why he's going to have like an 18-year big league career. Yeah. And he's still going to be hopping around the place at like age 39, yeah. catching like catching, twice a month. Just wearing it, sprinting on and off the field. 
what he does, man. Yeah. That's what he does. Love it. All right, so for Trevor May and for our one-of-a-kind producer, the amazing Robbie Scirocco, I am Chris Rose. We'll see you next time here on the Chris Rose Rotation, a production of John Boy Media.